Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The Labour Party has published a bill to extend welfare supports to cohabiting couples. And as you well know, many people now do cohabit. A lot of people now don't, I suppose, support the institution of marriage or just don't bother or maybe just don't feel it's necessary for them. And it seeks to ensure that surviving cohabitants are not left without pension entitlements following the death of a partner. For example, somebody could be living with somebody for 25 years, the partner dies, and they don't have the same entitlements as somebody, for example, who is actually married. Talk to me a little bit more about that is Senator Mark Wall. Good afternoon to you, Mark. Good afternoon, Mel. How are you? Uh, Mark, I suppose this is a long time coming because life is changing. The, the family unit, I suppose, has changed quite substantially over the last 20 years. But certainly we don't want to devalue the institution of marriage either, I suppose. No, we're not doing that at all. But you are correct in, in relation to what you said. Like in the, at the moment, or the 2016 census, we had 150,000 uh, cohabiting uh, couples in Ireland, uh, and of those, uh, those uh, 75,000 of those actually had dependent children, and that that in itself is an increase of almost 25 percent since the 2011 uh, census. So you can see. The way Ireland is going, as you say, you stated in that, and a lot of people are not simply choosing uh, marriage uh, and and are are cohabiting, and that's something that we're trying to address uh, with this bill because we don't want a situation arising where the surviving partner is left isolated and without support from the state. So it's a very important issue and one which has received a lot of support uh, from families and particularly those in the cohabiting relationships. Okay, this I suppose was drafted, I believe, in response to the story of John O'Meara and his late partner of 20 years, Michelle Beatty. Beatty. Uh, Together they had three children after recovering from breast cancer late last year. Michelle contracted COVID-19 and late January, sadly, she passed away. Now, John and Michelle had planned on getting married after her cancer battle, but sadly they didn't get that opportunity. So I suppose from that point of view, when you see couples who are bonded similar to a married couple, but yet don't have those same rights, just because there's not a piece of paper and a ring on the finger, um, it seems greatly unfair. Yeah, it's, it's totally unfair. And, uh, and uh, you know, all public representatives will have come across this over the last number of years in particular. Uh, and it is very traumatic for the, for the surviving partner and indeed for, for the families and dependent children uh, when, when this happens. And, you know, we shouldn't be judging people for their choice not to marry. And one of the biggest uh, comments that I get is that we simply didn't get around to it uh, when people state that, the, you know, that they didn't get actually married or go down or go up the aisle in, mm-hmm. in, in some cases. So, uh, you know, this is to address this. And uh, as I said, more and more people are, are choosing to cohabit and that, that, that's perfectly all right. It's, it's modern. It's, 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 it's a change in, in Ireland that, that, that we all love, uh, etc. So, uh, but unfortunately, the laws haven't kept up. With, okay, so what, and that's what, what laws, to Mark, what laws, you know, particularly are we talking about? Firstly, obviously, social welfare benefits would be one where, you know, we don't have an equality between marriage on both sides sometimes, actually, between uh, married couples and cohabiting couples. So you would like to extend any social welfare benefits that a married couple are entitled to, uh, i.e. in relation to means testing, etc., to to cohabiting couples as well. Um, Obviously, inheritance is another one, another problem as well, isn't it? Yeah, inheritance is another one, and also we have issues in relation to the Susie Grant and the whole mature students as well in the way people are assessed. But like you mentioned, the whole social welfare, like if you go in in the morning as a cohabiting couple, you're going to be assessed as a joint income. Yet, if you're unfortunate enough that one of the partners actually passes away, you won't 
you won't get a, a surviving pension or you won't get a widow's pension. So there are, you know, a lot of anomalies in the social welfare system, but there are other issues as well in relation to inheritance. There are other issues, uh, obviously, as I said, in relation to mature students and the whole SUSE grants as well. So this is a conversation we need to have throughout. Are there, are there complica- but Mark, are there complications in legislation in relation to that? Because if, say, a cohabiting couple who don't have children uh, and one passes away and you know, we want everyone to have the same inheritance rights, etc., etc., yes. with money going into probate and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's going to be difficult to prove that somebody was cohabiting sometimes unless you can prove a shared bank account or a joint ownership of a house, for example, or something like that. You know, you are, in some sense, you're going to have to take people's word for it sometimes. And that can be complicated in legislation, can't it? And that, that, that is a problem that needs to be addressed. And that's why we're, we're looking, as I said, to introduce this bill. But also the Labour Party are, are looking to introduce a conversation in the Dáil. Uh, and this week as well, Niall, it's very important to state that there will be a conversation uh, around the whole uh, the, the Article 41 uh, of our Constitution, which, which values the marital family above, above and beyond uh, anything else in relation to cohabiting couples. So that's a very important a conversation to come and it's been discussed. When do you, when do you think that referendum might actually happen? I know, they've been, I know the, uh, they've been talking about it for quite some time. This is the woman's places in the home constitution yeah. as, they, course, as, they, yeah. as they refer to it as. I, I'm assuming in that referendum it's going to be a case of making that genderless rather than removing it altogether because I would like to think that it's a good protection that people don't have to go to work for economic necessity to look after their children. I mean, so I'm assuming that, it, that will be just making that gender neutral. Is it, would that be the idea? Of that referendum. That, that, that's part of the conversation that needs to happen and that's what the Citizens Assembly are actually discussing uh, as you're probably aware Niall at the moment as well and that's the recommendation that's coming before the Dáil for conversation this week and debate this week so these are the issues that are being teased out as, as Ireland changes uh, as more people as, as we said cohabit and, and are not looking down the, the marriage route that we need to have and we need to have as you said as well which is a very important point to make that everybody is treated equally and I think that's what we're trying to do here in relation to this bill and bringing forward this bill this week in the, in the Senate. Finally what would you say to say you know there are people out there for example who would be more conservative and Christian and they'd say you know well, look at Senator Mark Wall and the Labour Party and they're trying to erode the institution of marriage by suggesting that everybody else should have the same rights that makes it makes marriage valueless essentially what would to say to those people? I, I totally respect their point of view, and I'll, and, and that, that is totally respected, and I went up the aisle myself, and I'm still happily married after 25 years, and totally respect the institution that is marriage, but for a lot of people, their choice is that they want to cohabit, they want to live together, they don't want to go through that institution, and I totally respect that, and I think we should all respect that, uh, but in respecting that, there should be equality between the institute of marriage and also between those that are cohabiting, and I think that's very important. And again, that's what we're trying to do here through this Labour Party bill. When do cohabiting couples, by the way, when do you expect this bill to, to be published and go through uh, all stages of the doll? We're hoping that, well, we were introducing the bill today and then into tomorrow night into the Shannon. It would then go before government and we're hoping to get support right across government. So we're hoping that to see this bill go through the Shannon then in the, in, in the next couple of weeks and obviously into the next couple of months as it goes through the Houses of Oireachtas. And we're hoping into the new year that we will see something like this become law. Um, I think that the government needs to support something like this. As I say, we're getting a lot of support uh, from, from advocacy groups in relation to cohabiting couples. And it's something I think the government will have to take on board. Uh, and sorry, just very finally, in relation to obviously that bill, will that obviously cover family law as well when it comes to a point of separation? Because currently at the moment, obviously, if you're getting separated or divorced, it's different if you're married. If you've been living with somebody, obviously the other person can claim redress, as they call it, if you've been living with somebody for a long time. Will that have to change as well? Because you will be treated more or less as a married couple. 
Yeah, look, as I said, as this bill pro- progresses through the House of the Rockers, there will be a lot of uh, issues to be ironed out, including that particular issue. Now, and we look forward to discussing that at committee stage, uh, you know, with, with government and also with opposition and teasing out for, for the benefit of those that need it most. And unfortunately, you know, you mentioned the case of Johnny O'Mara and, he, and his late partner, Michelle. That's just one example. And I'm sure many of your listeners mm-hmm. will have gone through yes. this as well. So that's why we needed this uh, to be put through as quickly as possible. I, I think it's well needed, Mark, but I think there is going to be complications in it. But I'm sure you'll all those out as you go along. Always is, always is, my love. All right, listen, thank you very much indeed. Senator Mark Wall uh, from the Labour Party. And uh, that's essentially what they're talking about is uh, bringing it across equality for those who are not married versus those who are married to make sure the same support service, the same money is there, same everything is there, and the same rights. Now, there are people who will argue with that, by the way, and they will say, well, hold on. You know, if they want the same rights, well, then get married because that's the commitment and that's they'll, they'll argue with that. That was the point I made to Mark. The people say, oh, they're just trying to devalue marriage now just because people are not bothering getting married. They think we all should have the same rights. And it is going to be complicated. As I mentioned to Mark at the very end, when we get to a stage of separation. So, for example, you're living with somebody for 20 years and you decide you don't want to live with them anymore. Um, currently at the moment, uh, say if a husband aband- or if a cohabiting man abandons his partner, um, she can take him to court for what they call redress. Now, it's not the same as separation and it's not the same as divorce, but it is redress. In other words, compensation for living with him or compensation for staying at home and looking after the children for a period of time that i.e. she'd be entitled to a certain portion of the house if he only owns it, or for example. It's complicated. So family law would have to change, obviously, to reflect this new position of equality. But is that right? And many people out there will suggest, no, it's not that if you want to cohabit with somebody, go ahead and cohabit with them. And there can be benefits to cohabiting. Some of them are quite illegal, by the way. People claiming benefits. They shouldn't be because they're not actually meant to be living together. We all know that happens too. But the argument is if you want the same rights, get married. That's if you want want those rights, get married. Why not? And that's the argument, isn't it? Whereas others will say, well, no, no. You know, they have to have the same rights. Everybody has to have the same rights. But I want to know what you think. Do you believe, as I, as I put to Senator Mark Wall, do you believe that it devalues the institution of marriage? And do you believe marriage has the same value that it used to have? Is marriage necessary? Do you believe it's necessary and it makes a difference? No, I do because I value marriage. But that's just me. You might not agree with me. You don't have to. And I respect your opinion too. So let me know what you think. The number is 87 8 Do you believe that marriage is losing its value? Let me know what you think. The number is 087 Some of the texts and WhatsApps coming in at the moment. No, it's all very well bringing in bills. But when you don't look at the bits and pieces and knobs and buttons that go with the bills, well, then it's not easy to come on the radio and talk about it. I think he was referring to Senator Mark Wall. Um, there are complications in it. Don't get me wrong. Annette, you're an Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Annette? Hello, Niall. How are you? You're talking to the wrong person now. I'm stuck with him for 47 years, so... Good for you. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, do you think that giving people the same rights if they're not married, let's say you were just living with them for 40 Why whatever it is years, um, do you deserve the same rights as somebody who's married? I think I do. Hmm. But it depends on the commitment you made on the first day that you moved in together. Right. And is that is marriage not part of that commitment? Well, marriage, in my eyes, would be part of that commitment. But don't forget, I'm an oldie. <laughs> yeah, well, I know. <laughs> I know. And, he's a, and Michael is a grumpy old man sitting in the background there. Oh, no, he's not. He's not. He's, not, he's, he's a great man. And uh, you couldn't have a row with him because he won't answer you. Oh, right. Okay. 
He's one of those. Bet you I, could, st- bet you I could start a row with him. You couldn't if you tried. <laughs> Not a hope in hell. I've never seen him argue with anyone. Have you, has, he, has he ever lost his head? Well, if he has, he has lost it with himself. <laughs> <laughs> so, Annette, Annette do, you, do you think that in this changing world that we live in, do you think that we're losing the value of marriage? I don't know. Is it that, it's the same commitment there that was in our day. I don't know. I really don't know now. Why did you get married? Because I loved him. But did you have to? Did you feel you had to get married? No. No. You wanted to get married? I did. I did. I did. I was pushing on now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were. And what year, what year did you get married? 74. Okay, that was quite some time ago now. What? It was. I was 10 years of age, nearly 11. Oh, gosh. Don't make me seem better. <laughs> <laughs> so, and when did you meet him? How long were you with him before you, before you got married? Uh, I met him in Dublin. Way back in the teacher centre in Pioneer Street. <laughs> okay, and were you white? Were you both teachers? No, he was working in research and I was teaching. All oh, right, okay, okay. And but, you've been living happily ever after ever since? Happily ever after, and we moved out then to Africa. And absence makes the heart go fonder. And he, as he was doing a lot of research work in soils and everything else, and in Africa as well, he was away a lot. Right. So, um,. And that's, you know, that's where his keen interest in the garden came from, obviously, yes. Yeah, absolutely. But also, in my, I would be interested. We have very similar likes. Right. We wouldn't, we, you know, we're very happy in our own company as well. Uh, if, I, if I asked you a question, what's the secret to a happy marriage? And you seem to have a very happy marriage and a good marriage and a good, strong well, I said, marriage. I said the day, uh, the day I married him, what's yours is mine and what's mine is my own. So is that the secret to a marriage, yeah? I don't know about that, but uh, I said I would serve him in sickness and in death. I didn't say in health, so I'm keeping him well. Right, okay. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad you and Michael are well. Thank you very much indeed, Annette. Let me go to Orla as well. Orla, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Orla? Well, I'll have things. Good. Orla, I mean, this new bill, which extends the same rights to cohabiting couples as married couples... Some people would say that's great, it's equality, wonderful. Others will say, well, hold on, if you want the same rights, just get married. Look, I, I don't think it's a, you don't deserve rights and, you know, you're not doing the right thing if you're not married. I don't think it's, it, you need to go as hard as that. I don't know, I just think marriage is, is a nice way to show that you care and you want to be with that person long term. And I don't think it has anything to do with a wedding. I think a lot of people get confused and they go, oh, well... I don't want a big thing. I don't want a big deal. Um, all you have to do is go down and get a piece of paper signed. And it just means even when there's hard times, because we all go through the hard times, you know, there's, you can't just run away. There's, there has to be a commitment. I don't know. I just think it's nice. But, mm. like, I, but I also agree that... Are you married? Sorry, by the way, Orla. Are you... I, I am. Okay. I'm married, yes. yes. Um, did you, by the way, I've often wondered, did you feel... When you were dating your partner, right? How long, how long were you with him? And if this is too personal, please tell me, right? But what, no, no, no. How, how long were you with him before you got married? I, so I was with him two years or so. Okay, before you got married. Um, before I got married. Jace, that was quick. Yeah. Anyway, right. So did you, did you at some point feel in that relationship, as most people, Irish people in particular, because we come from a very Christian background, feel, oh, look, we date, we get engaged, we get married. That's the done thing. Did you feel it was a kind of tradition more than an actual commitment that you wanted to make? In other words, that it was just expected of you to get married. 
I mean, it's definitely the traditional thing. And I think a lot of us go down the route because it's kind of what you do. But no, I did want to do it. Yeah. You know, I did. I did want to get married. Now, sorry, I said two years. I was with them two years. Then we got engaged. Sorry, so three years. Okay. But like, you know, I did want to get married. And like, it was lovely. And we did the big wedding. And, you know, it was fabulous. And like, I'm happy I went down that way. Um, yeah. And I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with the tradition of it. Did you feel different the next day? I was tired. <laughs> and, and hung over. <laughs> and counting the bills. But did, yeah, you, yeah. but did you feel different? Did you say to yourself, that's it now. I'm with him now forever. I feel different now. Whereas before he could have run away and I could have run away. Did you feel, did you feel there was a commitment? There was more of a commitment in that relationship the next day. Was there, was there some, did you yeah. feel special in any way? I, I, you know, I did. I did actually. I think there was something lovely about being like, right, this is my husband now, you know? Yeah. And, like, it's so silly. It's so superficial. No, it's not silly. It's Orla, don't but, say that. It's not silly. It's lovely. It's a wonderful feeling. But that's the thing. I think it was a lovely feeling. And I was, like, I like that I had all my family and friends around. And the whole shebang was really lovely. And it's a lovely memory to have. And, like, you know, I love being with all my husband or whatever else. I like that element. Yeah. But, but like, I, but that doesn't mean to take away from people who say, and this is my partner, and I love them dearly, you know. I just think that it would be that there's something nice about being able to say, well, I've made an actual commitment. Are we losing, you know, are we losing the value of marriage? Because less and less couples are getting married. Uh, obviously, a lot less are getting traditionally married in a church. Many are getting, you know, hum- humanist weddings and all sorts sure. of things. But less people in general are actually, you know, committing to marrying each other. More people are living together. Do you think I, that's a problem? I don't think it's a problem, but I think there's a very easy or simple reason. It's because we're no longer, oh, you meet someone, you go out, you get engaged, you get married, then you live together, then you have children. People aren't obviously as bothered by that, and that's actually perfectly fine. You don't need to have a piece of paper in order to procreate. You know, Mm. so a lot of people are going, they're meeting someone, they're having a child or two or seven and then they're like well when am I going to bother getting married Asher look who cares at this stage but isn't it nice isn't it nice for the children not to have two different second names for example or you know or, or try to explain why daddy's name is a different name to mammy's name maybe that's just me maybe I'm just thinking out loud no which is why um, I have have taken my husband's name I kind of prefer my own name I kept my own name for, for work okay I didn't want my child. Well, maybe a maybe that was quite sexist of me. But it's no, no, I mean, but no, I, no, I wouldn't no. care. I would take a woman's name. It wouldn't bother me in the slightest. You know what I mean? That wouldn't bother like, me. It's just, uh, the traditions around it is completely sexist. But of it course is, it is. What you said about a child's name, I, I much prefer the idea of a child having a name rather than a double barrel name. Yeah, well, but, yeah, well, I've often talked about the complications of double barrel names. If two people with double barrel names meet and I'm get married. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it gets very confusing. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, um, look, I think it's just nice. And like I said, I think so many people get bogged down with, oh, God, I couldn't possibly have, you know, 200 people at a wedding. You don't have to. You know, you don't have to. You go go down to the registry office, make your appointment, walk in, sign your paper, you're done, you're married. Yeah, so, and and do you feel there's a commitment now? Do you feel, uh, and people have often said this, that, 
you know, if you're living with somebody and things get a bit tough, maybe there's financial issues or maybe things get a little bit tough, um, it's easy to walk away. Well, maybe it's easier. But if you're married, yeah. maybe married people work a bit harder because it's a bit more complicated to get away and you want to work a little bit harder to fix the problem. Do you think that's the case or is that simplifying it? Well, I mean, it is a simplified, but it's a short answer. So we have to simplify things when we do short answers. But I think you're right. I think that, you know, you go, okay, if I want to get separated, I have to, well, go through the process. But if I want to legally get separated, I have to really think about it. We have to sit down with the process. Whereas if you're not, it's five fear. Yeah. If you want. Yeah. If you want it that way, you can. And you've no legal standing. Which is, I suppose, the reasoning why they want this legislation. Mm-hmm. But in, in my head, I, I just think, well, look, just get married. Or, you know, because like you, like you were saying earlier, there's a lot of ambiguity when there's not any legal status. Yes. I, I, well, at the moment, currently, there's a lot of problems if you don't have legal status. And, yeah. and those being the main ones, if something happens, i.e. one dies, and, you know, you have children and all sorts of stuff and a house involved, there's inheritance problems if you're not exactly. married. And that's currently exactly. a big problem. Yes. You know, so the answer to that is either get married or we change the law. Yes. <laughs> so. And what is the exact correct answer? I don't know. Yeah. You know. Well, well I, I, the law can be complicated <laughs> because you, you then yeah. have to prove that you're committed to each other in some way before yeah. you, you know, uh, it gets very complicated. Orla, yeah. lovely yeah. to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed. Thanks, Mel, Mel. There you go. You. Orla values marriage. She believes marriage is valuable, but it has commitment. She felt better when she got married. The day after she got married, it was nice to be able to refer to her partner as her husband. Uh, there is a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of good things about being married. Um, The Labour Party uh, published a bill to extend welfare supports and other laws to extend them to unmarried couples, to, you know, cohabiting couples. So I want to know if you agree with that or do you believe, maybe some people believe, that's eroding the institution of marriage? That, you know, you could turn around and say, well, look, if you want the same rights, well, just get bloody married then. Make a commitment to the person. If 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 you don't want the rights, well, that's fine. Just live with them. That's entirely yourself. I mean, marriage is not... People often think about marriage as something that's religious and Catholic and Christian and all that kind of thing. It's not, actually. Matrimony is. Marriage is nothing to do with Christianity and all that kind of thing. Marriage is a legal contract. And it was brought in, originally, nothing to do with religion. It was brought in for inheritance purposes. And that still stands today. In other words, if you want the right to inherit your partner's estate or whatever they own, a money or a house or their half of the house, well, then you kind of have to be married. That's the whole point of it. Uh, the number is 87 Let's have a listen to what your WhatsApp messages. How's things, Niall? I'm with my missus 13 years now. The only reason I haven't married us is the price of the weddings. I just think that's the problem. Why most people aren't getting married nowadays. It's, the weddings are too expensive. Even if you want to have a small wedding, it's so pricey. Like, I've three kids as well, so I can't afford it. Like, it's hard. Like, I wouldn't mind getting married. I only got engaged there a couple of months ago. I'm only collecting the ring now this week, so... Yeah, I don't know, it's a joke. It's just the price of the bloody weddings. If they were cheaper, you'd have a lot more a lot more people getting married in this country. It's just too expensive. Look. <laughs> Me heart goes out to you. I'm collecting the ring this week. You just said like a man of a thousand sorrows, to be honest with you. You don't have to have a big wedding. If you want to get married, you could get married in a registry office. Without anybody knowing about it, that costs you nothing. Well, I think of 50 or 60 quid administration fee or wherever the hell it is, administration fee. And then at a later date, you could do the whole, you know, shebang with the reception and everything else if you want to. You know what I mean? You don't have, well, 
That's up to you and your missus, by the way. I can't believe you're struggling. <laughs> have to go and collect the ring this week. Ah, oh, God love you. Is the institution of marriage being devalued? Uh, Richie says we can tart this up whatever way we like, but this is yet another step along the path of weakening the fundamental bonds of the family. A man's commitment to his wife and children must be no different to his commitment to his life's breath. The state cannot hold a candle to this. Let me go to Sue. Sue, you're in Ireland's classic hits. Hey, Sue. Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Now, Sue, the institution of marriage, is it still as important now as it was, you know, going back 40, 50 years ago? Oh, absolutely not. I don't think so. Um, I think that uh, nowadays people realise that there may be different people in your life for different stages, you know, and our emotion and intelligence would be very different to when we're in our 20s, our 30s, our 40s. And Mm. I think that we no longer have to lie in the bed and, you know, stay in it. Right. Um, that we have divorced since 1995, is it? 96, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 96, and I suppose you can have a child outside wedlock without being shipped to the laundry. You know, yeah. so I think that um, this whole thing, having to be married, a man, a, a wife, stay with the one person for the rest of your life, is just very archaic. Taste, that's a very sad outlook and a very bleak it's not outlook. At all. I'm, I, not at all. I've been married before. And I'm well, so have I, yes, so have I. But I mean, like, and I find that I'm in a, you know, my most, uh, my best relationship as the best version of me that I can be. But well, they say I, they say your second marriage is usually better. <laughs> because don't at least be you, giving him ideas, will you? <laughs> at least, at least you know what you're looking for, and you know where you yeah. went wrong the first time, maybe. Yeah, but it's a piece of paper, isn't it? Well, no, you it's know, not. Ah, no, Sue, don't completely. It's not just. Need, a piece I don't of paper. need the state to tell me that me and my partner are not, you know, committed to each other. It's not, it's a piece of paper because you've come to a point in your relationship where you believe that you want to be together forever. So that that's, see, when you say piece of paper, that simplifies it. It's a commitment that you've both made to be mm-hmm. together forever. And, and can't I do that without? You, well, you can. I, well, I suppose you can take <laughs> each other's word for it. You know what I mean? But I suppose, as I mentioned earlier on to Orla, do you think that married couples make a better effort to stay together? I'm not saying they stay with somebody who's beaten them up or they stay with somebody uh, who's an alcoholic or whatever. But do you think they make a bit of an effort to maybe yes. fix problems? Yeah, I think, I think yeah. They, and children would be a big reason why people would make a bit more of an effort. Which is not a bad thing, by the way, for children. Not at all, not at kids. all. It's, yeah. you know, it's great, um, you know, to have a mum and a dad and siblings. But, yeah, um, yeah, I just think that people, if it's not, if the person isn't right for you, and you know yourself, like what you wanted at 20, is that what you want now? No, well, it's not, but at 20, you don't I, know that. I mean, I'm assuming that most people, 99.9% of people, walk down the aisle believing they're going to stay together forever and not get divorced. Of course, absolutely. absolutely. Hmm. So, so that's the commitment they make. Now, some will stay together forever. Sadly, nowadays, very few. Uh, will stay together forever, but some will. Uh, I believe. Why this... is it sad if they stay, you know, together when something? Well, right? well, isn't it nice to think that people would be in love? And I spoke to Annette there at the start of the show, and she's been with her husband for what it was about forty nine years or something. She said, and and it's lovely to know that people are still happy and still in love after forty nine years. And they can be without a marriage search. <laughs> Well, yeah, they can. You're right. But see, you're just giving me arguments against the idea here. 
The argument, the argument is, if you want the same rights, I mean, marriage was brought in for legal reasons, not, by the way, nothing to do with the Catholic Church, right? Their, their institution is matrimony, which is a kind of different thing altogether, right? Uh, marriage was brought in, from a legal point of view, for inheritance rights. So it's an assurity that that's the person you want to inherit your estate. She's your spouse or he's your husband, and they're the person you want to take over where you left off when you pop your clogs. And that was the reason why marriage was brought in. And, and also that. women, and also women, you know, really love this idea of, and rightly so, to have their big day, walk up the aisle around the family and friends, and be, you know, an amazing day, you know, honeymoon, and that's a huge part of it as well. That like people are, mm-hmm. like when I was younger, it was like I, I never was like that, but my, my friends were like, I can't wait to get married. I want to be married by twenty four, and I want to have kids. I oh, just, I just want to be happy. I want to find somebody who, you know, that I'm happy with, not a date or a time or a piece of paper. And are you, are you, so you're divorced, you were previously married I, mm-hmm. and you're divorced and you're with yep. somebody else now yes, and yes. any, any plans to get, <laughs> to get no, married again? We've both been, we've both been married. Like, uh, I and have you, have you, the has, the best, has the question even arrived, uh, arise, have you, have you kind of said to each other, oh, oh I was just get married, I don't know. Well, yeah, you would. Are you still on the same page? And you kind of nod and say, yeah. And it's, I'm not saying it would never happen. You could get a mad <laughs> off to Vegas and you know what? Uh, you know, li- little chapel of love. Yeah, yeah, why not? Why not? Um, but yeah, for, for, yeah we're, we're on the same page. Like, I, I really don't think mm. that being married, I do feel that people look at me differently because I'm not married. They're looking at me at 41 years of age and saying, you know, you're married. And, or why are we, you look so good together. You're great together. Why, why aren't don't you, you get married? married? Why aren't you getting married? Why aren't you getting married? You know, um, Mind your own business. Not <laughs> at all. Jesus, people are entitled to ask and to say and just say, "Look, why really good thing?" I'm only joking about that. I'm only, <laughs> I'm only joking. No, it just and it's complicated to get out of a, a marriage. You know, if well, I mean, it, it can be equally. Com- I know somebody who was living with somebody, and yeah. now they did have children, uh, but he was living with somebody for a number of years. And they broke up. And that's equally as complicated, by the way, because, mm-hmm. you know, people can look for what they call a redress um, if they've said been a stay-at-home partner, which, you know, for a child, if there's children involved, you've still got child maintenance, you've still got all those other family law issues around that mm-hmm. too. The only thing you don't have is separation and divorce. Yeah. So it's yeah. a bit easier. And unfortunately, there's no protection there. So in a lot of cases, 85% of the stay-at-home, I think it's 85% of stay-at-home parents are women um, mm-hmm. still to this day. So if you're not married, there's very little protection for those women. Do you understand what I'm saying? In relation to separation and divorce. Yeah, but you know, you would really hope that the person, you know, if you're, you know, that your, your ex-husband or whatever would... I presume help provide if you're. Yeah, you think so? You know, you really. Do you think? Do you? Divorce gets messy. In the perfect world. I don't know a divorce that hasn't got messy. Divorces just become messy. Anyway, hold. But hang on for a second. Let me just go to if I can. um, Sorry, Sue Ellen. Uh, Gina, you're on Ireland's classic kids. You've been listening to Sue Ellen. Uh, She's with somebody else now. Uh, Gina, you're getting married next year. I am myself and Brendan. I get married next year. Congratulations. Uh, Second time round for both of us. Oh, second time round? Very good, very good. Both of us, yeah. Um, look, I, mean, I agree with you totally on everything you're saying there, Niall. Um, in the, I think it's, it's it's not just a piece of paper. It's about celebrating your love and your commitment to each other with family and friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's the, like, like, we were, originally we were starting off with a small type of wedding. 
Um, and now it's just escalated like <laughs> it's got into a, a full like, blown like, Italian wedding yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like he, I wouldn't mind it's not even me he turned around and he said to me during, during about a month ago babe it's the last time we're doing it he said this is it for life why not thank you let's just go all out and I'm like okay whatever you want <laughs> as long as you're paying for it let's just go for it yeah. Yeah. well like it's mad how the law has changed because Brandon had two kids from a previous relationship. Uh, she passed away 15 years ago. Oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, and he was left with the two kids. Now, but he had to fight for them to be, even though his name was on the birth certificate, because they weren't married, um, he had to fight to have uh, custody of them. And guardianship of the children, yeah. That's yeah, he, and that's a problem as well. These, these are all yeah. legal problems when, you don't, when you're not married. Yeah, yeah but go on. So it just, it just goes to show that, now I know since then it's come because of the, the marriage equality referendum that came in that you're automatically, uh, your name is on the birth certificate, you're automatically as a guardian now. Mm, mm-hmm. But back then it wasn't like that 15 years ago. So like, the, with the laws changing, they're, they're there to protect people. Do you know what I mean? So I do I do agree with a change of four people. Like my, my mom, she's with her partner 30 years. They have twins that are 27 now, my sisters. And they've never been married. But they're happy together. Do you okay. know what I mean? And they don't, they don't, they, they just choose not to, where I'm very different. And how long, how long were you married for before, Gina? Uh, I was only married five years. Okay, that was a short uh, time. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, All right, yeah, okay, well, look, these things happen in life. I mean, yeah, you just don't yeah, get it right first you know, time. Things you know? happen. Uh, I, like, I, like, I don't regret it, because it was a choice I made at that time, because I loved them at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, we're friends now, like, we're not friends, friends, but, like, we, we see each other and say hi and stuff. Yeah, quite like, no, it just, I realized the marriage just didn't work, and that was it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm much more stable, much more happy now, and things are so much more different. So and do you I think you get it right? I mentioned earlier on, do you think you get it better? Is it better second time round, generally I speaking? I have to say, I have to say, I was just about to say that to you. I heard you earlier on saying that, and to be honest with you, I totally agree with you, because... Second time around, you know already what to expect. You're already looking out for signs that if you see any of these signs, like this wedding's not going to go ahead because I'm not going through another four year of a mess. Of <laughs> um, <laughs> so you kind of you kind of already know what you're walking into, and you already know your partner, and you know what you're expecting of them. Like my first marriage, we were only together a year when we got married. I was only 23, and uh, when we got married, oh gosh. So like, I was, I was in the Too quick. Of yeah. the white wedding dress and the, the big princess dress and the happy ever after and in fantasy land. Do you know what I mean? Where now it's more, I'm 43 now and it's more like I'm, you know, have my head on. You know what I mean? So and I, and I, think, I think, sorry, just to come back to Sue Ellen as well, what Gina's saying is right. When you get married the second time, G, uh, Sue Ellen, maybe I'm hinting at you here, you know the... <laughs> yeah. You, uh, Tell you, my partner I said I do. Yeah, you know the mis- <laughs> You know what you're looking out for. I suppose that went wrong in the first marriage. You, you've experienced. It's like any. It's like a job. It's like anything else. Yeah. You know where, you're, you're more emotionally intelligent, but I'm more emotionally intelligent this time. I know exactly what I want in this relationship. Yeah, and you know and what you're not going to exactly. put up. I, uh, 100% both yeah. of us. I think. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so you know what you know. And, and when you look back at your marriage, and this is only my own personal experience, when you look back at your marriage, you look back at what was wrong in your marriage. And, and you know, and there's always things, there's always reasons why people get divorced or whatever it is. And you look back what was wrong. And when you do it the second time, you kind of make sure those things don't happen again because you, you look out for them. And you see the early warning signs. You say, well, I'm not going to accept that anymore. Yeah. And I, I think that's why it works probably better for most yeah, people the second time. Yeah, that's true, yeah. 
Yeah. All right, listen, ladies, I have to go for a break. Gina, good luck in the marriage. You and Brendan. Bye. All right. Thanks to Ellen. Uh, the number is 87 It's 087-188-0008. Do we still value the institution of marriage? And also the Labour Party, as I mentioned, is publishing a bill to extend the welfare supports for those who are cohabiting. I want to hear from cohabiting couples as well, by the way. The number is 087-188-0008. Do you believe you should have the same rights as a married couple? All right, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is 087-188-0008. Let's hear from the male of the species. Kevin, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Kevin? How are you in Ireland? Good. Great listening to the show. Good. Look, you're married two years. Yeah, married two years. I had my second anniversary last weekend. And yeah, just listening away, just on the way back out of town, listening to a couple of people's opinions. And mm. yeah, it's, I, I mean, I'm only 35 years of age, but I'd be considered, I suppose, old-fashioned in the sanctity of marriage. I wouldn't be one bit religious. I wouldn't be anti-religious, but I wouldn't be one bit religious. But yeah. I, just, I just feel getting married is probably the single greatest thing that I'd probably do. Well, that's, and, I, and I'm sure your wife, who is the, the woman who's now your wife, will be delighted to hear you say that, that it's a great moment in your life and, and hopefully it'll be a great moment that will live on forever because that's the whole purpose of the, the marriage, isn't it? Yeah. Um, sadly, it doesn't quite work like that. A lot of the time now, people do end up getting separated or divorced in later life. Uh, not all the time, and hopefully you have a long and happy marriage. But in saying that, do you think we're devaluing marriage by suggesting that people who don't get married, who are partners forever or cohabiting forever, should have all the same rights? rights. Are we devaluing marriage? Uh, I think to an extent, yeah. I think uh, just as the way society is going, we seem to be devaluing you know, a lot of the, the old traditions that we would have had in the past. And there's just something, uh, for me, marriage, it, it wasn't about the day. You know, I remember the day, we look back on the day when we watched the video and we go, oh yeah, that was the day. Mm. But the day will get forgotten. But like, it might be a bit old romantic, but every time I look down at my ring, Kind of, I remember that I'm hers and she's mine. You know, I. That's lovely, I Kevin. That's get, really, I and don't be embarrassed to, to say that. That's a lovely yeah. thing to say. I, I I couldn't wait to get married and I could start calling her my wife. You know, I could say, "Oh, my, I'm here for my wife because of this, because of that," and she does the same. And you know, I I love being called her husband. She loves being called my wife. I know I every I know every woman in the country is in tears listening to you with them, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> they just, want somebody just, like you. <laughs> I just see it as another stage. You know, when you're younger, you're meeting someone, and next thing, your boyfriend and girlfriend, and then you're engaged, and then you're married. It's just another stage, and I feel as you go up through the stages, you're cementing it. You're, there's more security there. Yeah, and a, I just, so it's the commitment is what you're talking about. Yeah, the commitment. And, you know, it doesn't work out, and sometimes it doesn't work out, and that's mm. sad, you know, but where mm. I am at this very moment... I feel like I'm going to be with the person I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. And what's, what's, your, wife, no what's your wife's name, by the way? Uh, Michelle. Michelle, okay, so if Michelle is listening, she, you got a good catch there, Michelle. Kevin seems to be madly in love with you and he's very proud <laughs> to be married to you every time he looks at his ring. But just do me a favour, stay there for a second, Kevin, because I want to go to Joe yeah. as well. Joe, you believe you don't need a piece of paper for commitment? No. Well, no. <laughs> well, you, well, you don't. You can still commit to somebody without a piece of paper, but from no. a legal point of view, currently you do. Uh, but it's, it shouldn't be that way because commitment is a choice you make every day for that person. Well, Kevin, have, Kevin could have made a choice just to live with Michelle. But but he didn't want to do that. He wanted to do something better than that, or special. I don't think uh, a paper is what makes it special. What makes it special is the kind of relationship you have with that person, is the work you put in. Uh, people love the party and the dress and maybe the status, mm-hmm. but that's not what makes... Is it not nice to be able to turn... Would you like to be able to turn around to your partner and call him your husband? Is that, is that, not, not, is that not a nice thing to do? 
to say this is my husband, this is my partner in life, that you now have a title? I can still say that this is my partner in life because I choose to commit myself to him every single day. And I don't need a paper to tell me how much I am committed to him. Yes, I love that part of, you know, the dress and maybe have your friends and your vows, but I don't necessarily... Need it. ...want the legal part. I think there's no need for it, and it doesn't make my commitment or his commitment any less valid. Do you, well, well, Kevin, Kevin, do you accept that when some people say that you don't need a piece of paper to be committed to somebody, it doesn't make her commitment any less than yours? Uh, 100%. I accept, I, I accept the other side of the argument. 100%. I know loads of people who probably never get married. I know people who have gone through life, you know, never getting married and they've stayed together. And I know people who have been married and they haven't stayed together. I think it's just down to personal preference, really. Now, you there, know, there, is a, there is a legal difference, obviously, because, yeah, Joe, yeah. And, and I say this with respect to you, Joe, because you're not as well protected legally as Kevin and, and his wife would be. I know, but I, I think that everyone should have, that you shouldn't have to have a legal paper in order to have... Well, that's law. That's the way law works. Well, well, but hang law, on. With, with law, law, yeah, but I, no, no, hang on. With the greatest respect, you're going to say to me you shouldn't have to have a legal piece of paper to be protected. No matter what you do in life, be it buying a car, buying a house, uh, signing a contract for something else, I don't know, for work, there's always a legal piece of paper that protects you. That's, that's just life. You have to have a legal piece of paper to yeah, protect but you. But we're talking about a commitment and you shouldn't have, you don't, shouldn't have to sign a contract well, uh, the contract com- is not about the commitment. The contract is about... To be no, but you're missing the point. The contract is not about the commitment. The contract, for say, for Kevin and his wife, um, is about, for example, and I, I say this with respect to you, Kevin, but in 10 years' time, if Kevin decides, ah, I'm out of here, that Michelle has some protection over what they jointly own. And that's what the contract is about. It's yeah. not about, Kevin, we're demanding you love Michelle for the rest of your life. It's about but, that. It's about the legal commitment. But it's an insurance policy on your marriage. And you, you wouldn't on your drive without an insurance policy. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't but drive without an insurance policy. You should have the right to that insurance, even if you don't want to sign a paper. Okay, well, look, I've run out of time. Sorry, Joe, I, I'm running right out of time. Kevin, thank you very much indeed. Joe, thank you very much indeed. I am going to continue that conversation because it is an interesting conversation. And I think Kevin makes a lot of sense, and so does Joe, by the way, in her own way too. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.